0: Welcome to Proven and Probable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Joining us for a conversation is Michael Raleigh, the CEO of Group 10 Metals. Mr. Raleigh, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks, Maurice. Glad to be back. Glad to have you on the program to get us up to date on the latest exciting developments on the high-grade polymetallic Stillwater West project located in Montana. Before we begin, Mr. Raleigh, please introduce us to Group 10 Metals and the opportunity before us.
1: Sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, Group 10 is advancing the Stillwater West project in Montana, which we expect will emerge as one of the largest sulfide nickel and platinum group metals projects in the world. And that's based on the analogs that we see uh, with the giant South African mines such as Anglo-American's Mahalaquena and Ivanhoe's Platte Reef. Uh, We'll be publishing an initial resource estimate this summer, and that will begin to demonstrate how the mineralization holds together in our three most advanced target areas. And we're also planning our largest drill program uh, to date to get to work expanding those resources into adjacent untested target areas. As a side note, and as the recent drill results that we'll get into here in a minute, um, I think demonstrate, some of the very best nickel and PG intercepts in the past year, we just reported, and those speak to our ability um, to identify and drill new high-grade mineralization in this iconic district. Overall, Stillwater West hosts nickel, palladium, platinum, rhodium, gold, uh, copper, and cobalt, And these are all metals that are in high demand, particularly now with global moves towards greener energy and sustainability. Nickel sulfide systems of size are very rare and to have significant co-product values, as we do, of platinum group elements is even more rare. So as a result, the list of exploration or development stage peers in our space is very short. And we feel we stack up very well in comparison, especially when you consider that we're some of the best rocks in the world for our target commodities. And it happens to be in a historic U.S. mining district that hosts three mines uh, and a smelter. So we think this project is ultimately something that one of the global mining titans is going to have to have in their portfolio. And with that in mind, our short-term objective is to add as much value as possible for our shareholders until some of those conversations mature. For the moment, that means drilling and proving out billions of pounds of base metals and millions of ounces of precious metals uh, in one of the globe's most iconic mining districts. That's the potential we see in the short term.
0: Group 10 Metals has consistently delivered impressive results on the Stillwater West starting from the existing database in 2017 and then followed up by delivering on your proof of concept on your own drill programs in 2019 and 2020 respectively. The 2020 drill results have just been released and they've returned exceptional nickel, platinum, palladium, and rhodium on the Stillwater West. Mr. Raleigh, take us there and walk us through the results.
1: The district is well known for its metal riches. It hosts the highest grade palladium platinum deposit in the world, and one of the absolute largest as well. 100 million ounces at more than 17 grams per ton grade. And it's also got lesser amounts of nickel and copper sulfide and other commodities. So there's a lot of metal in the pulses of magma that created the district. We're drilling new areas of that same system for a new deposit model. Um, we call this the bulk mineable plat reef bottle and we'll touch more on that. I think in a minute, but um, to your point, last year um, and as we did in our 2019 drill program as well, we hit in every hole um, and we delivered some of the very best nickel intercepts of the past year and separately some of the very best platinum group element hits of the past year. You take those together and I think we can absolutely say that we had the best combined nickel PGE mineralization in drill results of the past year. Um, taken together. We drilled several new magmatic horizons that show good to high-grade nickel sulfide, um, and those are accompanied by an additional 50 to 100% of value in co-products, those being palladium, platinum, rhodium, copper, gold, and uh, and cobalt. So, for example, in hole four, we returned eight and a half meters of 1.1% nickel, and the co-product values of precious and base metals add Uh, Top that up to about 1.79% total nickel equivalent. Um, And that's about 8.2 grams total platinum equivalent. And that's within a broader intercept of 54 meters of 2.58 grams total platinum equivalent. And in turn, within 455 meters, nearly half a kilometer, at 1.1 grams total platinum equivalent. And that's the entire length of the hole. So it's mineralized top to bottom. This is a truly impressive amount of mineralization. Uh, And again, it confirms the amount of metal that was in the pulses of magma that created the district. And it points to multiple possible mining scenarios uh, based on those grades. We've got high grade for selective mining. It's over tens of meters. And then those bigger uh, hundreds of meter intercepts for possible lower grade bulk mining scenarios. And that also fits the Platte Reef model. In hole five, about a kilometer away from hole four, um, we again discovered multiple new, well-mineralized horizons, including 11.6 meters of 2.8 grams platinum. Uh, and that was very rich in rhodium. Uh, rhodium in that intercept at the bottom of the hole was uh, comparable to what they're now mining and proposing to mine in South Africa. Rhodium is interesting because it's one of the more rare platinum group elements. And it's currently worth about $29,000 U.S. Dollars per ounce. Uh, which is remarkable. (laughs) Uh, Eighty percent of it's used in catalytic converters in cars, and there's very little mine supply in North America. So it's pretty compelling to have robust co-product rhodium grades in the U.S., and we expect to debut a rhodium component in our resources in a matter of a couple of months here. So the two takeaways from the drill program. One, there's a lot of mineralization in the system, and we are successfully targeting new high-grade zones, quickly building our maiden resources. Um, And speaking of size, um, these 2020 results are seven kilometers away from similar results in our 2019 program. And all of that's within a claim block that spans 31 kilometers that we own 100%. So this is a big, well-mineralized system, and and we're getting our bearings very quickly and adding ounces and pounds. And the size of the claim block and the mineralized system ties into the second takeaway – Um, The geophysical survey that we completed in 2020 had a lot to do with our success with drill holes that year. Um, The survey covered 11 kilometers of that, 31 kilometers, and we've only begun to test the targets that it revealed to us. So we're really excited, looking forward to coming back with a bigger, bigger drill program this year
0: to test more of the targets from that survey. The size of the system here is truly remarkable. As I recall, size is part of the value proposition on the Platte Reef Deposit Model that you have now confirmed in Montana. Can you tell us more about the model and why that is significant?
1: Uh, When we say Platte Reef, we're referring to the Platte Reef District uh, in South Africa. These are some of the very largest and most profitable nickel, copper, PGE mines in the world, they're desirable because they offer thick mineralized widths that are amenable to bulk mining methods and also because they have a rare commodity mix that includes both nickel and platinum group elements in economic quantities. Typically, our peers, especially in North America, have either nickel or PGEs, but, but not both. The magmatic system that hosts the Platte Reef, the Bushveld igneous Complex, is a layered system that is very similar to what we have at Stillwater halfway around the world in Montana. They're so similar that the deposit beside us at Stillwater was discovered by extrapolating from similar deposits in South Africa in the bushveld back to Montana. And they found it in the 1970s when America was looking for a domestic source of platinum for catalytic inverters. It's in the exact same place in that layer stratigraphy, about two kilometers up the stack, up the sequence, um, as it is in South Africa. So the parallels are real. Uh, from there, South Africa kept moving and developed Anglo-American's giant Mihalikwena mines in the 1990s, and that's below those existing reef mines uh, higher up in the system. Since then, Ivanhoe's Plat Reef Mine and Platinum Group Metal's Waterbird Project uh, have come forward and joined Anglo in the district. So the district now totals over 400 million ounces of PGEs and gold, tens of billions of pounds of nickel and copper, in big sulfide nickel deposits that are tens, hundreds of meters thick. So we're essentially bringing Platte Reef to Montana and we're in the correct location and our work in the past few years has confirmed it. We're now on our way to our first resources in the three most advanced areas. Uh, those are expected this summer and we expect that will revalue the company nicely and facilitate bigger and bigger exploration programs and the kind of returns that investors look to junior companies to deliver.
0: The global demand for clean air is on the rise and we're seeing that with an obvious explosion in demand for electric vehicles, battery storage, and fuel cells. The demand has prompted the U.S. government to add a number of your commodities to a critical metals list. In other words, mineral commodities that are vital to the nation's security and economic prosperity. The Stillwater West is a polymetallic project and a potential source for several of these metals. Beginning with nickel, what can you share with us?
1: Uh, sure, yeah, well, as we mentioned a minute ago, there there are very few projects with potential for size and grade in the nickel PGE space. Group 10 shares one of the largest and best geological formations in the world, the Stillwater Igneous Complex, uh, for those commodities, and we share it with three um, mines and a smelter refinery complex that Sabanier owns and operates. So that covers off the size component and the jurisdictional concerns. Another key point about nickel is recoverability and metallurgy. Uh, Our nickel is nickel sulfide, so it is indeed the kind of battery-grade nickel that Tesla and others are looking for. Nickel sulfide is ideal for generating the kind of nickel they need for batteries, nickel sulfate, and in the cleanest manner possible with the lowest carbon footprint. These are much cleaner deposits than any other they're the other primary source of nickel in the world, which is nickel laterites. Laterites are oxide minerals. They're mined in Indonesia, Philippines, New Caledonia, typically, sometimes Australia. Mines of this type are generally much worse environmentally. And key point is that it takes a much higher carbon footprint and additional processing to produce a clean nickel sulfate that is suitable for batteries, um, that's the challenge with laterite ores. The challenge with nickel sulfides is often the recoveries. And thankfully, Stillwater has given very good indications of positive metallurgy and high tenor, meaning basically high strength, nickel sulfides, um, which is which is very desirable. So we're on a very good footing in that regard, and we've got news forthcoming on, uh, on both those subjects. In addition to nickel, as you mentioned, the U.S. has listed cobalt, and also PGEs such as palladium, platinum and rhodium as being critical. And that's with a view of securing domestic supplies and reducing the dependency on Africa and Russia. We are in some of the very best rocks in the world. We have a 100 million ounce deposit right beside us um, along 31 kilometers. So we know that there was a lot of juice in the system. Palladium and rhodium are breaking new highs and that's due to persistent supply deficits and that doesn't look like it'll uh, it'll slow any time soon. Uh, we just learned that the giant Russian Norilsk mines have lowered their production guidance for the year, and that follows uh, recent mine problems. So we may even see greater shortfalls and, and higher prices as a result. And perhaps consumers coming back to spending money and buying cars will, will drive them higher as 80% of palladium and rhodium are used in catalytic converters. Uh, the last one I'll touch on is platinum. Um, because that's getting very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now entering its third year of a supply deficit that follows many years of surplus. And the price has moved up very nicely as a result, aside from the investment demand and its ratio with gold, which makes it very attractive as an investment. Um, it is used in catalytic inverters, but it's the fuel cell, hydrogen fuel cell use that appears to be getting a lot of attention uh, we're seeing a large number of applications in large vehicles, long-haul trucks, uh, trains in particular, and haul trucks at mines um, are going to hydrogen fuel cells, and that's driving platinum demand. That looks very interesting going forward.
0: I've thoroughly enjoyed being part of Group 10 Metals in the Stillwater West Project from an early stage, and I have to say... I believe the potential before us continues to look even more promising with each press release. What is Group 10 Metals' ultimate exit strategy? And have you talked to other major miners, including your neighbor, Sabanier?
1: Yeah, we've, we've talked to basically everyone uh, that's relevant to the space, including, I think, all the majors in some capacity or other at a trade show or um, at a core display, or um, we have some under CA as well to, to do a deeper dive in the data. It's interesting that Sabanier has said they're looking for more acquisitions in the US and in particular they're looking for battery battery metals acquisitions. And those nice nickel sulfide intercepts that we just mentioned are only a kilometer away from their mine from where they are mining. Um so that that's potentially relevant. And they already operate a smelter in the district that in broad terms would be correct for this. Um Robert Friedland has also said that he's looking for battery metal projects in the US, and that is music to our ears. Um, The most likely exit strategy here, to answer your question, um, is a sale or a partnership with a major who would go on to build a mine. And that can work very well for all parties involved, as as the juniors are good at delivering spectacular returns and de-risking the project, proving up the potential. Uh, and then both parties can get a further bump in value when a major with deep pockets and experience building a mine comes in and takes on the uh, the next phase. Um, that's probably the most likely uh, avenue for us. Um, given the right backers, I also wouldn't rule out building a mine, but it wouldn't be our first choice at present. Um, the first step on that route, though, is to debut those resources in a few months here and then get on to expanding them and add the other studies around them. And we've certainly seen at Stillwater West the potential to tick all the boxes. We, we see uh, a lot of potential there to add value and quickly
0: with this project. Speaking of a maiden resource, when can shareholders expect to have one published? And where do you think that will put you in relation to your peers?
1: The modeling work is proceeding nicely on those three most advanced zones. Uh, Clone Mountain, which also includes Discovery, and the camp and HGR, and we're targeting release middle of this year, uh, and we're excited for that. It's a major graduation point for a junior exploration company, and it's one that adds a lot of value and credibility. In terms of peers, it's it's hard to find a direct fit, um, especially in North America. We basically have to look to Platte Reef, like we talked about Earlier and those companies are at a, a later stage. Um, they're often multi-mine companies, such as Anglo and, and Ivanhoe. So the comparisons get more complicated. In North America, we have PGEs in some companies, and we have nickel in others, but we rarely get them together in economic levels. The ones that, um, that we could talk about, generation mining, they have PGEs, but essentially no nickel um and they're perhaps double our market cap so there's that shows some of the room that we have to grow and uh Canada Nickel has done a fabulous job with a nickel project um but again they they have very limited PGEs so and they're about three four times our market cap at present so it shows you put those two together and you're starting to get to what we think we have in terms of um, geology in terms of grade and, and potential for scale really it's it's the flat reef in in South Africa that's the um That's the target here.
0: Switching gears, Group 10 has a portfolio of projects, any of which could be a flagship for an explorer. Can you give us an update on the Black Lake Drayton project in Ontario, Canada, sir?
1: Sure. Yeah, that's getting a lot of attention lately. Um, We've given a couple of tours on the ground. Um, We've got parties under CA. This adjoins Treasury Metals, and they've now consolidated the other two projects in the district. They've got three million ounces and a permit to build a mill. They're beside a highway and power. It's a really attractive project, and they've done a great job with it. Uh, we have the rest of the district. We own it 100%. So I really think it's a matter of time until someone consolidates the entire district and takes it all into production. Um So yeah, that's basically the answer in the short term. Uh, We are interested in moving that one along on the right terms. We have low carrying costs, um, but I think that would give us some value that's not recognized on our balance sheet at present. Um, It's a really good asset. And in the Yukon, uh, similarly, another district scale asset, the Klawani project, that is also getting some attention as well um, in an M&A sense.
0: Sir, please provide us with an update on the capital structure for Group 10 Metals. We have about
1: uh, 147 million shares outstanding at our current share price. That's about a 60 million Canadian market cap. We have access to about $16 million in funding. About 3 million of that is cash in the bank and about 13 million is in the money warrants and options that are that are coming in at present. So we're funded through everything we need to do at present, even beginning our uh, programs for this year. Insiders hold about 26%, including myself, and institutions have grown nicely and now hold about 22%. And that includes U.S. Global and Sprott Asset, as well as some good names out of Europe and uh, Toronto.
0: And you can include me in that line, sir. I'm looking to add to my position as well. We're
1: glad to have you there. You've been with
0: us a long time, too. It's appreciated. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Last question. What did I forget to ask?
1: I think one thing that gets lost with Stillwater is the scale of it. It's a big property, um, and it's very easy on our cross-sections and on our maps to lose sight of the fact these are kilometer-scale targets. Um, So strategy becomes important, and that's why we're focused on those three most advanced areas and even the additional two somewhat less advanced areas that rounds that out to five, um, including the high-grade gold targets at Pine. Um, That's just a necessary... Um, strategy to grow the company here. We have to focus on tabling those resources at the most advanced three, get to work expanding them. I think the IP survey has shown the way very nicely to doing that, and then grow from there. Basically, focus on what you know and build it out from there and advance the early stage targets in the meantime, but but stay focused on the prize.
0: Mr. Raleigh, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Group 10 metals, please share the contact details.
1: The website is group10metals, um, all in letters, G-R-O-U-P-T-N-M-E-T-A-L-S dot com. And on there you'll find uh, materials, videos, and uh, and contact. Uh, info at group10metals.com will get us at any time.
0: Mr. Raleigh, it's been an absolute delight to speak with you today. Wishing you and Group 10 Metals the absolute best, sir. Thank you. All the best.